Guardians, this is Cosmodrome Radio, broadcasting from here all the way to Europa next week, because we got some fun stuff coming. And the only reason why I know that is because people keep going outside the map, and, I, and I'm happy about it. I'm not happy about it, but, like, it's fine. Um, That's just my little rant, because y'all people going out outside the map and putting it on YouTube is really annoying. Um, But it's fine. <laughs> um, this is it's Cosmodrome Radio. Fine. It's it, 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 like it, it's not fine, but like it, it's whatever. Um, this is Cosmodrome Radio, the podcast, all about Destiny Two and all the fun stuff going on with it. It's a nice little variety show where where a, bu- a bunch a bunch of gays hang out and have a good time. Um, <laughs> my yeah. name is Panda the Paladin. Um, to my left, we have the NB who doesn't sleep. Um, the, uh, the 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 person who got the bow on the first try of the dungeon today, and I'm salty about it because I still haven't got it after four runs. But, um, Pris, how you doing this evening? That's rude. I was just going to announce that. <laughs> well, I stole it. How I'm there a- you go? I'm okay. I'm glad to be on my week off because it was a really weird week at work with, like, we had, like, a whole threat to the hospital, code silver thing, and then the fire alarm went off. Classic. It, yeah, it was just, like, a whole, a whole thing. Classic so. schmoes be. I'm glad you just made a doubted, a dated reference. Oh my god! You just made a "How I Met Your Mother" reference in a Destiny Two podcast. How how do you feel? I feel amazing. Oh my god! Anyway, speaking of which, to to my right we have the other human that got the bow in the first try. Uh, the, (laughs) The 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 electrician of of the of the of the podcast because this man legit ran through the whole dungeon like just sniping every electrical cable like 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 he like freaking t- Tim the Tool Man. Oh, we have uh Toll, how you doing this evening? Toll it's the Tool Man. Arctrician. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh Let's be honest here. And I'd like to thank my, I'd like to thank Panda and shout out to Sarah for helping me get the bow first try. It was a very I'd like to thank my mom for uh, Wait, try. <laughs> Getting the bow first try. <laughs> like, like, my we, went, we went in there and like, qu- like quite literally that that first day was just nuts. But we'll talk about it in a minute. And then across from me, we have the the, the tired NB, as it were. Um, <laughs> the other tired NB. The one who fights in PvP, uh, despite <laughs> many frustrations. We have Falcon. How you doing? Oh, good. My brain is fried. Uh, I'm just <laughs> excited to be able to play the dungeon this weekend finally to get to it. Hell yeah! I'll take you. I'll take you through it. It'll be fun. Yeah. Ooh, I know but that you, feeling. If, <laughs> yeah, if you get the ball in the first try, I'm gonna be pissed. But it's fine. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's go ahead and don't forget, folks, that you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, all those great places. You can also um, join the, the, the Discord. It is now live. You can join the Discord, answer, like, submit listener questions, talk about the game. Just talk to us. Have a good time. All that, all that fun stuff. And a uh, link will be in the show notes. That way you can always access the Discord server and have a fun time. Um, you ha- like, and also, uh, we, like, we, we do have a mod. Watson will fuck you up, so be careful. Um, you have a mod? Yeah, Watson volunteered. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> that's how disconnected I am in my seven days in a row. Jesus. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, but uh, but also, um, we're gonna go ahead and dive in. But before we go, go like go like deep into all the stuff that happened this week, because a lot of stuff happened this week. 
Um, I do, I do want to start off the show by giving a shout out to DMG, uh, the longtime community manager for Destiny Two, and for Bungie, has decided to leave Bungie, and like he, like he made this giant uh, post about it today, talking about his experience. He, he had been there since House of Wolves, did all this hard like work, and it honestly has been one of the like the greatest links to a gaming community ever. Like I will die on that hill. That like, not, like and granted, we have the next generation with Hippie. And uh, I think his name is, is Bruno. He did the twelve this week. Um, we have a new generation of people that are going to take the reins from him. But this man legitimately cares so much about the community, and even through like death threats and and like to the point that Bungie is now suing somebody for trying to like track him down and like like hurt him. Like Pete, like he was dedicated to this community. And I have to like like pour one out for the man because like that that hard work right there, caring about this game for so long is just tremendous. So we like we read from the podcast, wish you the best and everything that you do moving forward. Um, it's gonna be sad not having you around, but we we would definitely wish you all the best. So like hats off to you. Um, brain fart because I had to like do that off the cuff because I legit like I I I love the work he's done. So that's just yeah. Um, let me look at the agenda real quick. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Um, I don't see that on the agenda, Panda. <laughs> well, you know, it was off the cuff because things happen. <laughs> anyway, um, who, let, let's go ahead and throw on our cowboy hats because, or in the case of two of y'all, cow person hats. Um, <laughs> uh, freaking. I prefer spot. Wanderer. Wanderer. Okay, cool. Fair enough. Or, or, or wanted as, as the, 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 the seal is. Um, Ooh, I do like Oh, it. that's cool. Yeah, yeah this, 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 like the that. seal's called one. <laughs> I didn't know dope. that. That's awesome. Um, but no, the, the the spire of the watcher came out this week, and it, like 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 we we were literally recording the last show as the dungeon was going live, so we didn't get to talk about it in depth. But let's go ahead and dive into this. I want to start off with like overall opinions and everything. Um, how, 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 like now that like uh everyone's done it, how are y'all feeling about the dungeon? Yeah, yeah, heathens with your bows. Wait, I thought Falcon <laughs> well, hasn't done it. Oh, Falcon since I haven't done it, yet, mine's the most important opinion. Um, yes, yes it is. <laughs> what you've think, seen, Falcon, how do you feel about from it? From what I've seen, I uh, I think reusing uh, the, uh, I forget, the, the soul. Uh, soul Divisive? Yeah, the, the Soul Divisive. It's such a good concept. I think they need more uh, showtime. So it was really cool seeing those bosses and enemies again. And I think the weapons and the armor are all really well designed. I think they've been doing really well making stuff like that. Hell yeah. Um, Toll, uh, you, you were pretty excited to go in. We both got our cowboy hats finally. So how, how you feeling? I like that dungeon. It's The whole like connecting the dots arctrician thing really itched part of my brain. And I was just going off my first run with Panda. I was just doing it. Because I was just so focused on it. Because it was such like a good brain itch. Yeah. I love it. It was a good vibe, I will say. Like, I, I have been begging and begging and begging Bungie for a Vex dungeon for so long. And I got it. I, I, I very much... I will say, I wish it would have been a little bit longer had, like... A couple more puzzles because here, here's the here's my controversial take that like no one's gonna appreciate. I think no dungeon has matched the complexity of Pit of Heresy and Prophecy, where there's so much extra to do outside of the encounters because there's the first encounter 
uh, like for 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 Pit of Heresy, that's the that's the uh, going to the different places to teach you the mechanic. There's the um the 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 annihilator totem, and then there's the end fight. But between that, you have jumping puzzles. You have running from ogres to put void charges and things. There's a, a secret area for an extra gun. For prophecy, there's the three encounters, but then there's like mecha- like teaching you the mechanics, and then there's the like the, the, the running around from, and dodging invisible, taking minotaurs, the, d- the destroyed blights, and then there's the jumping puzzle. Like there's so much interconnectedness versus something like Shattered Throne or Grasp or um, Duality, where you get to your goal and that's it. Like it, it feels very on point, on point, on point. No stopping. Like. The most the, the most comparable to any of it would be duality with the like the turning of the statues, but even that's very brief. So I very much lo- like wish we got back to that where there's complexity inside. But for what we got, I really enjoyed the mechanic. I enjoyed that after the second boss, they like added another layer to it with the red wires. Um, I will say any person that bitched about reusing the Garden of Salvation boss. Do you know how many times we've reused bosses in, in dungeons? <laughs> well, like, nobody we have not seen Last Tanics. <laughs> yeah, like, 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 like legitimately, like there's been like oh, like Pit, like even even Pit of Heresy was like rip off Crota. Like it was, it's, it's still one of like, the best dungeons in the game, but it was rip off Crota. He's like, like um, but it was red, so it wasn't. Well, yeah, uh, Shadow uh, Shadow Throne has a witch and an ogre as its final boss, like. Like, like it, it ain't that complex. We have we reuse bosses. What matters is the journey and the complexity of it. Hell, the, the, they even gave us the first ever soul divisive wyvern, which that was freaking terrifying. Um, like, like, like we dropped down. I was like, oh, that's a scary motherfucker right there. Panda um, does not like him at all. Confirmed. Yeah. Percival. <laughs> yeah. That thing is scary. Um, so and like and just in hell, even that final room, the final boss room, how they made you go back and forth in both rooms mattered. It was very enjoyable. Oh, so, it's like an extermination chamber, right? Right. Yeah. Like oh, like you, cool. like because like, you use the chamber to blood the overloaded and kill and break its immune barrier to do damage. Yeah. And like, there's a couple glitches with it. Like someone figured out that if you jolt the freaking wyvern, with, or like uh, from hit from throwing a storm grenade at a, a harpy, you can one shot it. Which that's a glitch. Bungie will fix it. Um, there's the whole glitch with everyone's uh, uh, solar wells being able to like do like a hundred percent extra damage, so you can one phase it. That's gonna get fixed, but I do feel this dungeon is gonna have a really big problem with power creep. As we gain more light compared to other dungeons where it feels like it's a challenge, this one especially is going to have a problem with power creep because the way we're already able to two-phase the the, the, the sanctified mm. mind in the second encounter, and the fact that people are already able to like two to like, like two to three phase the final boss, I feel like if Bungie doesn't like fix the the level like the light system a little bit or fix the like the leveling of it, it's going to have a power creep problem. That that's just me. I think we'll see major light and power changes in Lightfall. I think we're going to have a major power revision where everything, like dungeons and stuff, will have like the plus five modifier like this season has. In the season I hope so. That plus five modifier is fun. It's, it's super fun. It's probably their way of, of lab testing it right now. Yep. Oh, for sure. 
Also, uh, Panda, I want to disagree with you slightly on your whole, like, other dungeons haven't been this complex. Because you have to keep... Okay, speak. That was your turn anyway. Because you have to, you have to keep in mind that the dungeons were complex or scary or whatever for when they first came out. So, uh, Shattered Throne, you could only get it the certain week of the curse, and then... That's fair. That's fair. I'll give you that. through the Ascendant Challenges, if you're like me at least, you spent a good couple of those Ascendant Challenges running and screaming from the giant knights. So when you go to get... <laughs> when you go to do the boss, and all of a sudden three of those bad boys pop up, and there's not really a lot of safe places to stand... Uh, yeah, but even Shattered Throne is the worst contender when it comes to power creep uh, density because, like, even last night I ran Shattered Throne to get the checkpoint to farm the final boss for uh, Dawning Material. That thing right there, you can one-shot the ogre with three thunder crashes. I'm not, I'm not talking you, on power creep, though. I'm talking about, like, you're talking about complexity, complexity and puzzles okay, and that's stuff. Enough. And especially yeah. in that ogre room when you were trying to get Wish Under, there's an invisible boss in there you have to kill. Like That's true. That's very true. And because I remember when Shattered Throne first came out and it was just I remember running around that room with my friends having no idea what to do. And we're just like, what do we do? <laughs> and so <laughs> or, you know, figuring out you could skip all the enemies after that and just go up the elevator. you trying to run around the outside of the walls, you know, and not get booped into the oblivion. <laughs> so I think each I think each dungeon has been important in its own way for when it was released but when you look at when you're comparing it and you're looking back yeah they're not going to be the same because bungie has started to do new things over the years as they've released new content i think i can can agree with that if we're looking at it from that standpoint so if we're looking at it from that direction i think the only one that, that like has kind of failed to meet the mark for me is duality because duality legitimately like it it feels like a, like, like an actual like a battle to, for for its replayability, but like, but like not an enjoyable battle. Like it feels like you're having to like slog through it versus grasp. I can run through grasp every like like, like every day and have a good time because like, like like the music feels good, the adventure feels good, the audio logs, and the, and the excitement of the loot cave, Shattered Throne, the, like the mystery and the and the and the, the curse changes is fun. Bit of heresy, you're going like deeper into the moon and whatnot. It's fun. Um, hell, even this, just a random new installation and like the Vexer here and like like, like the, the submines can be destroyed. It's so awesome. Hell, just like the, the, the Osiris audio. But like duality, other than Callus family drama, is not an enjoyable experience. Like it, it just doesn't feel like. Well, it was that's also, just my hot take. Also, you didn't like it, and I will agree with you on this point. You really didn't like it because it was so closely attached to the story for the season. Which, now that, you know, the season is not the current season anymore, going back, it doesn't have the same feel story-wise if you didn't play it when it was meant to be played. Like, the story doesn't have as much meaning if you're just playing it as a standalone thing, whereas, you know, the other dungeons, I feel like they do. Right, and I'll even say this, like, my, 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 my criticism from there also stands for, um, for the, for, for... Uh, Spire, but the the difference between duality and Spire is they tied it so close to a character rather than an entity that you can like gut Osiris's voice out or change Osiris's uh, audio the same way they when they, they used to do with Presage and immediately tweak this into just an adventure in a in a in a in a, in a uh, like installation and make it real quick a Vex thing. You don't have to tie it to the to the season. 
you can say like the sole divisive necks are doing this and, and be done with it. Hell, you could just gut the audio out of it and just like make it like put a heresy and prophecy and shadow throne. You don't have to tie it in. And duality, that shit is tied to Callus's dick, and you can't do anything about it. That's my biggest problem with that. Without without spoiling what the recording or who the recordings are from, if Falcon doesn't know, you could probably cut those two and it would still be the same. Right, yeah, yeah that's, that's true. That's very true. Toll, I'm over here shit on place. your favorite raid. Speak on it. I mean, Dungeon? Yeah, well, y'all dungeon, have been going on. off on my favorite dungeon. I'm just sitting here like, I don't like that dungeon. It's fun. It's linear. You go shoot up, do with this. Shoot a few bells, make a few music notes, then go kill Cal. <laughs> then go rip stuff out of Callus's mind. No big deal. Has some good weapons. Overall, seven out of ten, six out of ten. Yeah, I don't. I don't need a bell. That's to- a six out of ten. I don't need a bell to ring me back. Yeah. That's my biggest problem with it. <laughs> Right. Also, you just you just gave a fail grade to a like your favorite dungeon. Like a six out of ten is a sixty percent, my guy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> As the person who was probably the least excited about Spire to come out here, I was pleasantly surprised, confused as shit by the mechanic because I have ha- <laughs> because I like that's why you guys didn't see me a lot in the clan chat this week. I was avoiding everything because I didn't want spoilers, and so. I kind of was confused, but I told I told Toll going in with it that I don't like spoilers, but if you explain encounters to me as we get there, that I'm fine with. If you just try to bulldoze through and don't let me experience anything, that's when I have a problem. That's fair. So I, I liked it. I thought it was fun. The jumping puzzles were not too bad. Um, when the first time you see the boss, <laughs> I was like what is that? They're like, it's Percy. And I'm like, who? Uh, no, you can't just drop that. Like we used to drop Trevor on people from zero hours. <laughs> Which funny as shit. I, the, 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 the first day we did the dungeon, me and Toll were in the fans, like the fan section of the dungeon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Hey, this is very reminiscent of, of, of zero. Oh, hour. I called that and out Toll too. Just, <laughs> right. And, and Toll, I like, just out of nowhere just goes, if Trevor's here, I swear to God. And I'm like, bro, calm down. <laughs> Trevor just somehow got to the got to Mars. Ah, that would have been funny. Yeah, no, they're like, that's Percy. I'm like, no, we don't just name things here. If we name them, there's usually a reason. <laughs> yeah, Percy a bad bitch. Scary bitch. But it's fine. Um, so you know that like that, that I feel like we've kind of all said dun- dun- dungeon good. I will say all the like like to like shout like shout out to you if you were able to solo flawless the first day. But y'all need to calm down saying the dungeon was easy and Bungie needs to, like, make harder content. Bro, that shit was kind of hard at first. Right, like, that <laughs> shit kicked like, like, like our ass. Like, we, like, like granted, we, we didn't, like, bounty grind to hell and we weren't on max power cap day one. But, like, that, like for what it was, that shit was pretty hard. Like, you had freaking basic-ass goblins beaming me across the map and killing me occasionally. Supplicants. Like, Oh, yeah, supplicants. Oh supplicants my god! Everywhere. When you have a torch hammer minotaur, Percy, and supplicants in one room, not a fun time. Spoiler so stopping, just sorry. like, <laughs> so just yeah. I mean, it, it, it's vexed. Like, the, like it, I, don't, I don't think I don't think like supplicants is a spoiler. Like, like Valkyrie, are supplicants a spoiler? Like, we we expect we expect supplicants at this point. <laughs> Okay. I think Falcon's dead. I, 
We were talking about the dungeon, so I was zoning out. Oh, fair enough. Oh, I said okay, sorry. So I said sorry about the spoilers. Oh, I didn't well, hear any even. Apparently, so. like they zoned out. So that's why I worked out. All right, perfect. So we'll we'll go ahead and move on then from there. So um, I will like we'll, I I will say um, that sidearm is going to be a monster in PvP. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Um, so dawning is this week. Uh, I will say. For anybody who needs, who hasn't figured out yet, the only thing you need to masterwork your oven if you're a returning player and you've masterworked your uh, oven in the past, just go make Finch a cookie. Just go make Finch a cookie. Yeah, cookie, got cookie. <laughs> and you'll be fine. And you don't and even need you... to guess the recipe either. It's just there for you. Legitimately, it's just, it's just there. So. so just like, don't freak out. Just make Finch a cookie. Take take the stupid ghost a cookie and you're fine. I'm cookie still sad. We can't take ribbon cookies anymore. I miss taking ribbon cookies, but it's fine. Um, I love so the new we armor. Were running, when we, were, we were running Last Wish the other day for the Pinnacle, and while we were in the the whole like ribbon boss area, you dropped down, and I just see the little thing to give ribbon a cookie. Like, it's in the game still. Oh, the you little just note. Can't make the cookies. Yeah. It's like, still there's, in the, the game. There's no, yeah, it's in the game, but like you can't drop down and give Riven a cookie. They, they took it out of the oven. I, I told my coworker about the about the snow globe thing. <laughs> oh yeah, the so what? yeah, no. Chris, what's the snow globe thing for Toll? Oh, the snow globe. The snow globe thing was where you deposited the cookies. Oh. Yeah. So, you know, like, but, but in general, Dawning's the same as it always is. There's just really good loot to chase this time. Like, the new Pulse Rifle is really freaking good. Um, they've, like, the Glacioclasm is still a banger. So, if you want Glacioclasm, go for it. Um, Does that they're, they're, your high-impact reserves? Yeah, or uh, freaking, uh, what was it, Slide Shot Kickstart apparently is really freaking savage on it. <sighs> that, too. So like uh like, like definitely looking into into those. Um there's three shaders you can get, one from the event card and and two others from doing part of parts of the event card. So there's one in the Eververse store right now too. Yeah, the, the yeah, the, the Eververse one is very pretty. Uh, so there's stuff to grind. I like it. I love it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you a picture. But Oh lord! Um, but no, so definitely grind. I like grind out that. Um, we're gonna skip. We're gonna come back to seasonal content next week because some people didn't play the seasonal content. So we'll talk. We'll talk about clo- the, the, the brave family drama next week. Get ready for that. Uh, I, I can. Um, I can take my headset that, off if you guys want to talk about it. It's fine. No, it's fine. Like, but plus, plus next week we get we we get the new pulse rifle. So like, talking the season after three weeks will be will be more fun. Because okay. next week shit's gonna ramp up, so it'll be more fun. Um, just the Brave Family drama has been hysterical. Like, it's a freaking soap opera, and I love it. Um, but now we move on to the really meat and potatoes of the podcast, because ironically, on another podcast yesterday, the, uh, the, uh, the Destiny Community podcast, spinoff podcast, uh, Firing uh, Orange, did an interview with Mercules and, uh, Chris Proctor, web designers for Bungie, and some of the stuff that they talked about was kind of insane. For like it, it mostly talks about just weapons for, for, for PVE and PvP. So like the things across the board are affected everywhere. Granted, a lot of the conversation dominated with airborne effectiveness, which for those who don't know, about two seasons ago, Bungie implemented a situation where when you jump into the air, 
your guns aren't as accurate. You can't you like like even if you're like pinpoint on a reticle like, on on someone's head, you're not gonna hit something because like you're in the air, you're moving around, you're falling, like you're you're gonna miss your shot. So they made it actually be more realistic in a way. Um, however, there has been some complaints in the community in regards to, hey, if I even if I build into this, some stuff still misses. And even when we don't build into it, there's such a negative modifier that the gameplay is just not fun unless we unless we do build into it. So what like the, the, the basically the giant community consensus has been we don't like this. And Bungie's like, okay, fine, but airborne effectiveness is still gonna be in the game to some degree. So to all you people who don't like airborne effectiveness, you gotta suck it up. And so all you people complaining, and a lot of us are saying, hey, wait, they're going to fix it, give them time, me being one of them, you can go back and listen to the tape on on previous episodes, I've said that, Mm -hmm. I was right, I was right, I feel vindicated, (laughs) I'm happy. Even though Bungie doesn't owe owe it to us to tell us that they use us just to live test all their implemented changes, I think it would uh, satiate a lot of like loud people in the community that like make people get mad at Bungie for no reason if they just told them like, "Hey, we ship stuff because it's easier just to have the community play test things and then we'll fix them or change them to where they want to be because we don't have the people power essentially to make things perfect, which is reasonable." Well, and not only that. Oh, go ahead, Bruce. I'll talk I swear about it. This past week, when I was on, when I was working, I saw a video of where somebody was talking about that, about how everything works when they're playtesting it, but once you release it to the public, the public can find bugs a lot faster than their playtesters do. Yeah. And it's like that. I I think I've yeah. said that before in the past. It's like the playtesters are going to do as good as they can, but then you release it to the goblins of the community, and we're going to find the bugs and Seriously. the and the um what's the word exploits i mean i did see i don't remember who suggested it but someone did suggest they have a like an invite only server for community members to play test changes before they're shipped that would be well like the one thing that i like that that i even like noticed is um bungie even kind of said something else in regards to it where they, they put out stuff early because they knew things like strand is coming next year because Strand, we already know the grappling hook, the different types of aerial things they're doing with it. It's going to be very airborne heavy. So they were like, hey, we're going to roll this out. That way you can play test it and find the flaws with it and figure out uh, what it is. And then not tell you about the fact that the new subclass is, is going to have a big part of that because we don't want you to know everything. But I will say the counter to that is if you're going to affect a play a pvp meta a pve situations in that kind of situation i think you we need to go to a point like prison falcon just did what with the playtest server or kind of how dead by daylight does where they have a, a dedicated ptb a dedicated player test system that way it doesn't affect the ongoing gameplay of the game and you can test it you can figure out the flaws because then you have this entire like whole expansion where people are, are complaining constantly about how PvP isn't enjoyable. So 
I see both sides of it a little bit where like Bundy's like, hey, we'd rather you guys figure it out and help us find the kinks. But also it's like, why ruin your entire meta for so long, if that makes sense? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to play devil's advocate and say they don't actually ever ruin the metas. People are just get stuck in a certain way. And metas, it's honestly the most fun when the game's changing. So I don't really mind when things change as severely as they do sometimes. Yeah especially with aerial effectiveness. It didn't really change how I played, but I know I changed a lot of people's playstyles. But that just means the meta is going to be different for a while, and that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It's just different, and I think that Players have to people. adapt, and they don't like that, which is something else we've touched on before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which isn't a bad thing. Like, it's understandable, but I do think it's reasonable in a live service game to adapt constantly. Right. So, like, so, like, it's very much one of those situations where Bungie's trying to do some cool things, but it affects things in, a, in, a, in an expansive way. And um, one thing that they talked about, like, a greatly in this is that, like, it's not leaving, but they did even admit they did overtune it. They did overtune it and were very conservative with it because they wanted to then be able to, like, twist dials and turn levers and be able to fix it as time goes on. But they didn't want to push out something super light, and it feel like there was never a change. Because because here's the controversial opinion that PvP players don't want to hear: you running around the map with zombies and shotgunning people from a million miles in the air is is not competitive. It's not a high skill curve. Oh, that is your that is your only argument. (laughs) Hey. If like, you're gonna no, bully like, hunters, I'm gonna bully titans right now. So no, no, like let, let, let me finish my point because, like, because that, because honestly, that was one of the biggest like things that played into airborne effectiveness becoming a thing. Also, was that they saw that Stompies was the longest running, highly used, um, exotic for hunters, and you saw constantly throughout the meta for so long. Doesn't matter what your subclass is. Doesn't matter what, like what you're running. It could be whatever shotgun you want. It could be an SMG. It could be whatever a hand cannon. You were running around the map, not you specifically. I'm saying hunters, but like like, like you saw people jumping up and jumping up and jumping up and just shotgunning people from millions of miles in the air. And doesn't matter how high your sensitivity was. Doesn't matter what's going on. People were like you could you could do nothing to stop it. And there were people in the community who were saying that's just a high skill curve. You need to get good. That's not a high skill curve. That's you legitimately having no like penalty for jumping up in the air and hitting a, a shot that 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 realistically, realistically doesn't make sense. Now, that's a fair point. That's, I that's, that's why I was like, that. let me. That's why I was trying to say, like, let me finish. Like, I'm not taking shots at, at just hunters. I'm saying, like, because because even warlocks were doing it too with like he rises and shit like that. And when y'all had like double Icarus, Icarus dash, now Titans are doing it. They just float up in the air and then they get it behind me and shoulder charge, shoulder charge me because it's yeah, but shoulder charge, shoulder, shoulder charge is even broken degrees. right now in general. Like shoulder charge is one of the most broken mechanics in the game that Bungie refuses to fix. They nerfed it into the ground, and then now you have situations now where the tracking on it is horrible. To where if anyone jumps, dodges, moves slightly to the left, you bounce off of them, and sometimes it'll even take away your melee, and nothing happens. So shoulder charge has its own complications and problems that need to be addressed I, I, in its own right. But I mean, that 
yeah. melee hit recognition. That too. Oh my god, don't get me started. <laughs> that too. But like that's what I was trying to say in terms of like why AE was created like partially was also like there were so like you saw, like every week in trials, you would see like there's three hunters, three shotguns, three stompies. They could have like three different supers and you wouldn't even know it. And they would just be jumping over people, shooting them in the head. And I do that agree. was the meta. I do agree. I think specials should have a severe aerial penalty. I think primary should go back to base play. I think it feels really bad when you just get bumped into the air and you miss a shot and you lose the fight because of it. But I think shotguns and fusion rifles and snipers should stay. Like when you jump in the air, you you better be building into it or else you're not going to get that kill. I think more dynamic play comes from primaries always. Right. And they even said that um they're like the biggest like highlight of the podcast was they're going to be rolling back AE on primaries entirely to the point that that's going to feel like how primaries used to be with Icarus grip. Yeah. So you're going to be back where just primaries are, but you're still going to see special weapons take more skill in the air because you, that way you're not just jumping over someone's head and shotgunning them. You actually have to play and, and be able to hit your shots rather than you just going up in the air and having no way to combat it. Because because people legitimately had no way to counter, no way to combat it, and you were just dead. There was like there was no penalty whatsoever. So now you see growth, change, and like of evolution of the system. Because I have a really bad fear if we if we already know that people can like grapple on the thunder crashes. That tells me that grappling hook's gonna be off the chain, and you're gonna see people th- like launching themselves across the map in PvP. And it's gonna be crazy. So I think it's gonna play like the Master Chief Infinity, where it has like a set speed. You can't actually like increase your like. You can't. It's not like gonna be like a Titanfall or Apex grapple. It's gonna be like a, you grapple and you go exactly linear where you're going. So I don't think it'll be that nuts, but it'll definitely be crazy at first. Right. It'll like take people getting used to it and whatnot for it to actually like get somewhere. So. That, that that that's honestly everything they talked about in terms of like AE. I will say <laughs> they did acknowledge that um, when it came to um, the heavy snipers getting like plus eighty airborne effectiveness, that that was just something they wanted to do for them because they weren't really doing anything. And also, that wasn't even supposed to be in the TWAB. They forgot to take it out at the last minute. <laughs> so that's funny. But they did say, and I really appreciate this of this. Come Lightfall. For people who have been wanting Whisper of the Worm to do a thing, it's gonna be able to really do a thing because it's they they know it's where they want it to be in terms of its damage output, in terms of its like accessibility in PvP, not PvP PvE. But the problem is LFRs, linear fusion rifles, are the the most dominant thing in the game to the, to the point they're they're power creeping other like ways to do DPS. So them even acknowledging that tells me LFRs are, co- are coming back down here in a minute, which I'm, I'm, I'm very much okay with, because we've had a year of LFR, actually a year and a half of LFRs. I think it's time to come down. I wonder what's going to take its place. Um, like in the meta? I think they, uh, I think, I, I, I think, I think now with the um, target lock perk they just introduced, I think you might see machine guns come back. Like honestly, I think you might. I'm I think you might see a machine, a machine gun better. But I, I like the LFR meta because it's just it's 
don't bring them down too make them still viable because like I don't want to lose out on all my favorite linear fusions that's fair yeah I mean I don't ever th I mean I don't think that would be the point of a rework I think they'd bring them more in line I think it's easier to bring them more in line with other things than bring everything up to them you know yeah so that there's that uh, like issue there. Um, I think the also also thing is the the problem with LFRs being so dominant, you don't see like other than like maybe rockets, you don't see anything else being used for DPS. Like, no. granted, we keep having the cycle of different things being used for DPS. Like before, we had slug shotguns and anarchy, and before that, we had we had uh, freaking uh. Uh, Izanagi's not Izanagi's is like back in with the LFRs. Like there needs to be a cycling of the DPS meta because now we've had Lightfall and King's Fall, where not Lightfall and King's Fall, Witch Queen and King's Fall, where both raids were affected by LFRs. So we need to see a, a change. Otherwise, the Lightfall Day One raid is just, just going to be LFRs again. So I think then changing things up a little bit, there'll be a little bit more of a change for next next season. Which I'm excited about. That's um, good. Yeah. That good old change. <laughs> good, good old change. One, one uh, thing in regards to airborne effectiveness that I'm excited about is they did announce that the, the they are looking into changing how airborne effectiveness kicks in when you're like walking downstairs or like you fall off of a short ledge or like you step onto a pebble and it thinks you're in the air kind of thing. So. That's definitely good, like like gonna be getting fixed. Um, like the one like contributing thing of their reasoning behind it is like GMs and nightfalls where the grounded modifier is applied, and you're just like halfway up in the air on a staircase, and the game thinks you're in the air. So it's like one shot from a sniper from because of grounded. So that was their thought process. <laughs> so that that was their thought process behind that, which I I very much am okay with because yeah, that that stuff is annoying. Um, exotic re, uh, re exotics that are getting reworks in Lightfall. <clears throat> finally, 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 Queen Breaker is getting a dang rework. I wanted it this season, I didn't get it, but thankfully we're getting a rework for Queen's Breaker. Love it. Ruinous Effigy, Leviathan's Breath, 1K Voices, and Sunshot and Prometheus Lens, and Tail Fox, and Polaris Lance are all getting reworks, which tells me they're getting reworks to go with the new Void 3.0 and Solo 3.0 verbs. So that's my like like hot take, is that's why all of them are getting reworked. That way they all work with the new like the new verbs and the new abilities and whatnot. Because Ruinous Effigy <laughs> with Volatile? Oh, yes, please. <laughs> um, then uh, they did mention that DMT and Hawkmoon will be becoming craftable down the line. Hell yeah. Why'd you just no. scoff? Explain yourself. Priz plus crafting equals spicy Priz. Well, spicy Priz, come on out. Talk to I'm people. Tired. I, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired. Yes, I can. No, 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 no. You, you can't do that. No, no. 
This is a show. You need to get, you give the, the people what they so want. Spicy freeze. The and then you made us run the mission for the other perks. And then you got rid of the missions and just made them viable random rolls every week. And now you're making them crafted. Why? Because he, because apparently, from what Proctor said, they were already planning crafted stuff when they thought of DMT and Hawkmoon. Like, like they were the precursors. So the idea of them bringing in the precursors into the crafted system is them kind of being right. grandfathered in. Sure. <gasps> uh, that's not going to make me pick the guns back Spot, up. Spicy praise. <laughs> Oh, you're not, you're not gonna grind for uh, for a, no, like, a, a god some, roll DMT. Not unless some changes get made. I might go for the Hawkmoon. Apparently, DMT is doing really good in PvP right now. For what people are saying, like people are running like DMT in a Matador. So your gun's kind of making not a comeback this season. It's just because there's so many weapons now. People forget they exist, and then a streamer tries something new, and they're like, "Oh, I make a YouTube video about this," and then everybody uses them again, and everybody thinks it's meta again when it never changed. It was always good. Well, no, but well, DMT just got a buff. They fixed um like the cranial spike and wow, actually like buffed it a little now. bit, so everyone's been running around with it more. Mm, I guess that's fair. I don't have the swap in front of me to, to, to give you the exact patch. But you don't have to look um, it up I, unless unless you res, unless you restored do, 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 do. it to how it originally was. Um, while I do that, I don't care. Yeah. They didn't do that. Um. Then, then here was the the uh, thing that kind of made me sad. They're nerfing dead messenger in PvP. Why? I'm a I'm a little sad. <laughs> I enjoyed my dead messenger triple grenade because I enjoyed my dead messenger triple grenade build because I would uh, I would literally just run around with storm dates and dead messenger and be a dick point and shoot and like, like I, I I can admit like dead messenger is kind of busted because it can shoot three different directions so it did need to come down a little bit but like especially when they just introduced the like elemental capacitor thing for it where it has different perks on the different elements it's kind of like like it's kind of messed up. They're like, hey, we're gonna nerf it now. It's like we don't know when the nerf's even coming or what the nerf's even gonna do. We just know Proctor said it's gonna be nerfed in the future. So, eh. um, dead? No, 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 no. I almost said dead messenger again. Revoker is crawling its way out of its grave, and god damn it, I hate it because um, apparently because of the new comp system not being light enabled people are bringing back sunset guns to use in comp. So people have been using like Saiten's Ramparts and Revoker and just sitting down lane and getting free ammo from things. And now Bungie's like, oh, y'all thought y'all were slick, right? So we're just gonna, we're gonna rework it and make it so it, you, it takes two shots to refund your ammo. I'm like, ooh. But here's the hot take that uh, no one's even mentioning. Why is comp not light enabled, Bungie? Because that's not you... the point of it. But the thing is, they went through all the effort to sunset these guns because they were a problem in PvP, only for them to go, hey, light enabled doesn't matter. You can do whatever you want. Then, then that emphasizes the whole point of, sun of why sunset in the first place and why they should just turn the guns back on if, they're, if light, light enabled doesn't matter. And if we get to a point where they do remove light, the, the light system in general, sunsetting doesn't matter, and you're going to see Mountaintop, Recluse, Re Revoker come back 
because they have no light. They have no number factor in general. And sunsetting will mean nothing. And it's going to be kind of annoying to see these guns come back. Well, the, the, the whole reason was to nerf them and rework them like they're doing now with Revoker. If you're going to nerf Revoker, just put a new number on it and put it back in the as light enabled. I don't understand what the problem another is. Problem. The problem is they're just putting a bandaid on it for a little problem that came up. Changing everything back to the main power level right now would create more problems than just fixing one little problem. And it's not I mean, even really a problem. Those guns have always been good. People just don't use them because they don't think about it. And then it fits the need at the time. And then it's like a week or two of a broken meta and it's fixed. The point of comp ladder is not your power level. It is about playing against people of similar skill level. And the revoker takes away from that right now, so they're just gonna fix it. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just real worried because here in a minute, when people start using mountaintop, it's gonna be like, well, y'all should have just turned the light on. And it's the same reason the issue I have with, with Iron Banner because when Iron Banner first took away the light and uh, uh, capability, you saw people like Toll running around with mountaintop. You saw people running around with with recluse, and, and you laughing because you know it's true. You y'all did y'all did that shit, and it was like, when, why are why are you so, abused? Like, like like why why do take away the light enable capability when it's linked to trials? Trials is supposed to be like is light enabled. It's competitive. Why like what, what's the difference? Why, it doesn't people, make sense. People go funny, haha. They use it for like the first week, and then they realize, oh, this isn't actually as good as other things that are in the game. Now I'm going to put it away. And I was getting at toll pulling out mountaintop and then complaining that it wasn't as good. You, it's like, and yeah, like it's a funny haha moment when people realize they can use sunset weapons again. But the reality is that the power has the skill level of game has increased past them. They were good at the time and they're just not anymore. The Revoker just now, for like the things that are in the game now, just happened to fit into a niche that didn't exist before and now it does. So they're just going to rework it again. That's fair. I'll give you that. Um, Osmosis and, and Elemental Capacitor are confirmed to, be, to work with Strand when they come out, which is really exciting. Uh, they, uh, Proctor did say that Elemental Capacitor for Strand is going to involve airborne effectiveness, so that's kind of cool. Am I dumb right now? Is there a stasis buff? I didn't even know there was now. There is a stasis buff. It's it's similar to uh, Void, where it affects like handling and a couple other things. Mm, okay. Um, they uh, Mercules talked about how he designed his first exotic, which it, from the ground up, which which is Revision Zero coming next week. Apparently, this gun is the hottest shit Bungie's ever made because you you can customize everything about it. It's the first exotic to have uh, origin perks with origin traits, but it has two brand new origin traits. Um, and it's going to be useful in both PvE and PvP because apparently Mercules' intention was for it to be able to compete what? with hand cannons like Rose and the new Trials hand cannon, but also be on the same PvE level as Arbalist. And I'm like, what? Oh. <laughs> uh... Like, that's sure. a lot to put in one gun. And as someone who's a pulse rifle hoe like me, I'm about to be like, I'm what? Scared. <laughs> Why are you scared? I'm glad they're finally taking a risk. I feel like it's been a long time since Destiny's taken a risk with something. Right. Like, it's been a hot minute. And, like, for you to go so expansive with this kind of weapon, it's kind of nutty. 
So I'm excited yeah. to see what happens. Why are you scared, Toll? Speak on it. That just sounds scary, and it's going to be everywhere, and I'm just going to have to deal with that. And I'm like, <laughs> yay! More bullshit to deal with in trials. Wonderful. It's, it's destiny. Yeah, it's destiny. So I, ain't that deal. I know, I'm just... <laughs> but, like, the, the game will evolve, things will come out, and it'll be fun. So, like, I'm excited to see what happens. Um... <laughs> So, like, we'll definitely see what happens there. They uh, One thing that they did mention is they are working on a perk for Void similar to Volt Shot and in, in, Incandescent. But we don't know when it's coming, and we don't know what it's called. We don't know what it's going to do. So, stay tuned. <laughs> well, that was a little weird, but it's cool. Um, what do you that mean? Was... You don't use Repulsor Brace? Fuck Repulsor Brace. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Repulsor Blaze Blaze. Uh, Repulsor Brace feels so like unuseful. It's so forced. It's like so even stupid. when it first came out, it came out during what like season of the haunted or season, like season before last, and it just wasn't good. So like it still isn't doing a thing, and my brain's just like whatever. I so, saw a video where it has like infinite up time now with Gwizzins, but uh, the new Gwizzins. Oh, Gear Falcon, yeah, because Gear Falcon yeah. now having infinite volatile rounds is kind of terrifying. I'm not gonna lie, but it's not a problem in PvP because it doesn't get like double damage for going in biz. So I'm okay with it. Like, do you have fun in PvE? I don't care. I, <laughs> oh yeah, I don't care. Um, the new like they did talk oh, about say, at the I beginning saw, of the show about some, oh, go ahead, uh, a particular content creator complaining about the changes to Gear Falcon that were coming at one point with the invisibility something about finishers and i was like but that that's you can't do finishers in pvp that's not going to affect you at all right <laughs> it won't affect anything so it's like why care like it'll be good for a, a end game bungie bring back assassinations oh from god Halo. jesus christ um they did talk about how with, with with the new design philosophy for the new weapons that came out recently they wanted to add new archetypes to new to some of the foundries. Like they added an aggressive frame to hockey and whatnot. And I really loved this comment. I really loved it. I was super excited about it. But and I don't I don't know if I can like 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 get like like if Proctor will ever listen to the show or if I could, we could ever get Proctor on to talk to talk about this. And I, I don't want to come off condescending or rude about this when I say this. If there's so much evolution with with this season's guns and the previous season's guns and the, the, the previous season, why are we reusing weapons from Shadow Keep for Lightfall? That's still like I really am bothered by that because if you watch the Game Awards trailer, it shows like all of the Shadow Keep um, guns like models there, and I'm just like, why do it? Like I, 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 if you're if you're so down with this new design <laughs> philosophy, who cares? Neil we... Pop go burr. <laughs> Fair. I, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I understand I, what you're saying. Sorry, I didn't. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. I, I, I appreciate it. It, it, it broke some out of me. It's just that's my. That was funny. <laughs> so you know, like, like because I, legit, I, I love like this season's guns. Are some of the funnest I've had in a minute. Like the new pulse rifle is becoming my new workhorse everything and my new PvP everything. Despair, like, I'm gonna have nasty. two crafted versions because it has so many different options. It has like almost every good perk you could want in a pulse rifle. 
available to it. It's going to be great. So it's a better like, messenger now. Better messenger, better blast furnace. Like it's yeah. so good. So I'm like I'm excited. Um. So like that was like the, that was the majority of the podcast was talking about airborne effectiveness because they want to see airborne effectiveness get different tweaks, get, like, get, get come down and be better for the community. Um, it, it, we will link it in the show notes. That way, you you like you can talk about it. Like you can watch it from there and go more in depth if you want to. But that's like the Destiny Community Podcast is the bomb. Just like we're the bomb, so we gotta like shout them out and be be cool like that. Um, Twab was super short. Was very much around around like a roundup for the year. They did announce that the Synthwave uh, Arbalest skin won for all you people who voted for Synthwave. Sadness for Black Armory skin. I'm a little sad about it, but it's fine. You forgot to vote. I wanted to vote for the Black Army one. Maybe if I would have voted, we would have won. Sad. Um, right, like one vote. Now this. No, I think it won significantly. I enjoyed that Bungie said this. They talked about how there was an AMA recently, a while back. We mentioned it previously. How Bungie had stopped doing as many secret things because of leaks, and Bungie said. While the leaks are gonna happen, they are committed to bringing new secrets to the game. They tried to like hide some things here and there this season and the last season a little bit, but and like they even recognize there hasn't been a good secret mission since Presage. But when Lightfall comes out, the new the newer seasons come out, you're gonna see a new like like a new more of a focus on giving you more thrills, more secrets, more fun things to do. So think, that was cool to hear that we weren't just abandoning what, what ship they said on that. Was originally like I was pretty happy about that. Was mistaken oh. or like misconstrued? It was more like it was more like that all secrets aren't worth. It might have been yeah. Or like all the sneak peeks and teasers and stuff they want to put in the game aren't things that would be deserving of their own secret mission or secret puzzle. Like they like burying things and hints in the story itself now instead of right. know, doing the making this big huge repeatable mission for like one thing. Exactly. So that was pretty cool to hear that we are looking into that. So definitely be hyped about like about new things coming in the future. Um, oh, huh, I was just gonna say, I think oh, it's, I think it, that's okay. I think it'll be interesting to see it, how Lightfall plays out just because, like, the secrets and stuff. I wonder because they've been expanding so much, I wonder if they weren't able to like implement those new teams until Lightfall. So maybe Lightfall will literally just like blow my hope is it blows that would the game be really cool. Like, it is really just like this whole like I, new, <clears throat> new destiny as long as. As long as it doesn't come out and people start, it would be awesome. Just keep on yeah. with this negativity string we got going right now, because I. Mm. Oh my god! It's out of control. Like we, we, it's out we, of really, control. we really need to like back off. What we, we talked about last week, and I'll admit, last week, like you know, it was our twentieth episode. Felt like us just bitching and telling y'all to shut up, but like <laughs> it, it felt like it was needed. Like. If oh, we sure. legitimately need to stop being so negative about this game, like even Black, even even um, Blackburn came out and said, "Hey, we understand you're not so thrilled about the current model, but we can't reinvent the wheel in a day. There's stuff that's already planned. There's content coming, a new variety coming in certain ways, but y'all gotta just give us time. 
So if, if y'all not really happy with the model right now, take a break. But, the, but I'm gonna have fun. I'm gonna have me a revision zero in, in, in a few days. Like that's all it is. And like I can, I, and, and just from the leaks that happened the past couple of days, because people have been going out out of bounds and going out to the map. You're, I swear, you're gonna hear Tuesday come, and everyone's gonna be like, "Why does it look like this? Why why did they copy and paste everything?" Wait, stop. I haven't seen the leaks. Don't even. Uh, that's, why that's why I'm keeping it very vague. That's why I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it very I'm pretty vague intuitive. For that so I don't know. So like, like, why are you just copying and pasting everything? It's just like that's what they, that's what, that's what Tuesday's gonna be. Is people just saying why is Bungie copying and pasting everything? But there, it will literally make whole, sense uh, as to <laughs> why they're copying and pasting thing. everything. Like, it would make so, sense that things look the same. <laughs> yes. Yes, literally, literally, it's that. It's literally that. So, just enjoy the content. Have a good time to emphasize last week a little bit. Let's go ahead and dive into some listener questions because we have, like now that the Discord's open, you can ask questions. Come and have a good time. In regards to that, um, y'all are being clowns in the Discord, and I can't stand y'all. <laughs> um, y'all thought y'all thought y'all thought y'all were slick. Um, also, peacekeepers are not that scary. Falcon, calm down. They're scary. They're not that. They're not even that good to use. Like I don't even understand why. Like, 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 literally, Antius aren't that good to use. Antius hey, are terrifying. Hey, Antaeus, those are fun. I like and, those. They're Antaeus, great. Antius are great, and like I'm surprised like people aren't bitching about Antius getting nerfed. But like no peacekeepers. Actually, no. They're actually like very wide to use. Actually, but the problem with peacekeepers is you, you can do the same thing that peacekeepers can with a holster mod. Peacekeepers is nothing. So it's like when people are like, "Oh my god, peacekeepers terrible!" I'm like, "Bro, I can strap on a holster mod if I want to do the same damn thing. It's fine." But anyway, going into our listener questions real quick. <laughs> Let me go ahead and jump in this. So first, what we got. Actually, so Toll, I, I've done enough talking. Toll, you talk about listener questions. I mean, all right. Uh, let's start out with a very, very basic one from Fuika. What is everyone's favorite weapon okay. foundry? As of this week, text Mechanica. No, just in general. Was, well, not of this that week. That was originally like, my favorite because I um, used to be a, a DMT person. I... Mm, I'm really angry about what they did to my favorite guy. Used to be. Angie. <clears throat> I just worked 70 hours. I can say Angie if I <laughs> want <Angie>. to. <laughs> um. No, you valid. You valid. Um. Honestly, for me, it's a tie between Hake and Amalon solely because, like, I love so many different Amalon weapons, like Hung Jury. Um, there's a, like, like there, some of the, the, the other scout rifles that like there's, there was an arc scout rifle a while back that was really good for them. I forget who it was. Um, but like you know, I, I love I love me some Amalon. I love like the energy like liquid style to them. So you know, I, I think it actually will be Amalon for me. Yeah, I, I love this Amalon <laughs> shit. Amalon, Amalon, Amalon. If you have one, Falcon, what was your favorite foundry? Oh, I didn't, I didn't. Falcon. What? I said Vice. Oh, I like, oh I like no, no one heard you. Over each other. Oh, I said it like right away. 
Oh. So what do you got? <laughs> I like hockey. hockey. I like basic guns that go pew pew pew. <laughs> Fair and enough. that is basically what hockey is. I basic mean, yeah. guns that go pew pew pew. You're not wrong. Alright, so what else we got? Uh, now that we have all the 3.0s out, what is your overall favorite? I will say... I Like, what's your overall favorite subclass now? Ark Hunter than I ever played Ark Hunter before. Uh, Void on Titan. Same. I would say Void on Titan, because the one thing that I used to always say with Void Titan was it it, it had worth using. And then they were like, hey, we're going to make Void Titan good in PvP and pvp and i'm like okay now if they could just bring down the like the like the charge time for sentinel shield to make like roaming supers be viable in pvp again we could talk because then i could use doom thing pauldrons and i could do thing pauldrons build for pvp and we'd be having more fun but like overall boy titan definitely won so you've i've bitched about solar 3.0 to the cows come home uh, so solar titan gets nothing for me Arc Titan has been a lot of fun, but I'm tired of people bitching about storm nades, so I, I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> I like Arc Titan because I can't say I like Solar Titan because Solar Titan, as you know from how we feel about this podcast, is absolute trash. As don't get me wrong, I love Solar, but Solar 3.0 just isn't it. Yeah, so it I, needs I a complete rework. For, wrong with I think hunters. every class. Uh, solar Hunter is pretty good. Uh, so just solar Titan. Titan. Y'all, y'all no, it's trash. not. Solar, Titan solar is Warlock's trash. pretty good too. Yeah, solar Warlock's pre- like, like pretty good, honestly. I-, I think the issue with Solar Hunter was their damage output was kind of ass. I don't have an. Opinion. There was a PvP like y'all super. Like, I, I don't y'all super. You were kind of lacking. Played, it felt it's like. only because no one else um, play well. So you know that like that was pretty. <laughs> That's fair. What else we got, Tull? Let us see, let us see, let us see, let us see. Let us is a Let us, that's a weird word. Let Let us see. (laughs) Tomato. Let us. Uh, Do you believe that after uh, Rasputin is fixed, we'll have Rezua Wrath to find and defeat Clovis Bray? Um... I need Zivu or Wrath to do something besides, like, send Wrathborn to us. And Vife pointed out something very funny from this season's thing um, that I'll talk about more in depth next week. But, like, Zivu or Wrath keeps reusing things and, re- and rebirthing things. I need Zivu or Wrath to do something besides being a lore book. Because the most we've seen Zivu or Wrath do in terms of, like, actually stepping up and doing something herself was having a mind fight with Mara Sov. Like I need I, I need Zivu to do something in terms of like step up to the plate like Oryx in in uh in Savathun. Because I, I don't think Zivu's big enough to get her own expansion. So I think they need they just need to put her out. Like like up, up until this season, we had we had never what? heard nothing about a war song yes, ever. They did. Like, did oh you she really? has a oh. war song. I'm like uh, okay. Okay, okay. Like, what? 
not in a lore book. I mean, like, this is the first time like her war song has played a factor in terms of the game. Panda like, does not read lore. That I do read lore, thank you very much. I read more lore than you. I'm saying in terms of like like the, the gameplay that the casual experience can see. Like there, <laughs> this is the first time you know I read more lore than usual. Anyway, it took you uh, months to read that one lore page that we were all like, "Hey, you should go read this." Because because it, it was like an old saint one that I hadn't got to yet. I was working every day and I forgot about it. Um. So no. Anyway, um, I, I just need Zivu to do a damn thing and stop hiding in the shadow. Like, like other than like one like sketch of her from a cutscene, we still don't know what Zivu Arath looks like. Good. So it would be nice if we got to see what this bitch looks like. Well, whole, I bet she looks like is... a hive. <laughs> <laughs> Scandalous toll. Scandalous. Is, if she was, I know. So her was war she's Rasputin. She is Rasputin. We didn't really see her because at one point... Uh, 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 hold on, I just lost all capability of speaking. Jesus Christ. Who's my boy? Uh, <laughs> Cyrus. Her war, her war song, her thrall is what uh, was affecting things that Osiris was, oh, okay. you know, rushed in dick first and got severely killed and almost died and yeah, you know, all that fun stuff. Um, but she was also, we didn't see her what, around the time Witch Queen came out because she was hiding from mm-hmm. her sister. That, that was like a whole thing that was part of the story and we haven't seen her yet because she's probably biding her time given everything that's going on all we know I is mean, that she attacked Tora Bottle I was going to say I imagine she used most of her attacking force and her ability to transport mm-hmm. massive amounts of hive because they talk about how what it would take to open portals across the ascendant plane like that how much energy it would take so uh, I imagine she used most of it to attack Tor Bottles, so yeah, she can't rebuttal? do anything right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, you're, you're the one that I mean, hears like, every I, conversation like, yeah, if you don't want to talk that talk much. About. That's um, all you have to but, say. Um, I've, I've told you guys I don't want to talk as much. This is our podcast, you hooligans. Anyway, um, but, but no, I, I just need Zivu to do something, damn it. But like, that's just my thing. Um, so just be excited for fun things. What the? Fun what things you... are on the way. So be, be ready for that. We got trials this weekend. We have January 3rd. We're getting Iron Banner Fortress. Then later in January, we're getting grandmasters we got moments of triumph we got dawning we got the new season new dungeon there's content to play in destiny there's stuff to do so don't say oh i don't know what to do in destiny there's stuff to do don't worry about it it. have some fun don't worry about it come bake come bake some cookies go cookie go cookie I'm 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 excited to have more fun. I'm I'm just excited that y'all are talking. This is great. I'm having fun. Um, so like the, the, like no like like was there any more listener questions, Tool? Uh, there was one week in which the planets that we don't have access to currently. Where would you like to see a mission Basically, go or if, get if outright get access back, to back if, when we would? If we got the planets the, the, back, the, what would we do? I can't speak. I'm sorry. Mean? 
So, so all the listeners out there, my brain just went mush. So after this week's story mission, Bungie, Bungie, listen to me. I don't, I don't want it to just be a mission. Can I have it all? Can I have it all back, please? Like, please, yeah. Bungie, Bungie, listen. I want it all back. I need it all. Like, you know how nice it was to go back there? It was so nice. You literally gave me the entire freaking area minus the uh, like, like like the starting point from the expansion in one level all you have to do is make it a node on the map let me go back let me go play there let me go do things let like just let it happen like it won't it won't hurt you just let, let and also you exposed yourself i'll t- like, like like in terms of I'll talk about it more next week because Prez ain't done it. But like, but like, we we will talk about it next week about how you exposed yourselves. But it's fine. Just let me have it back, please, Bungie. Just let me have let me let me have my my nice planet back, please. Anyway, um, told what because like it has so much like stuff there and so much potential, and like they legit just went, hey, here's like almost all of it. And it's like, I want it. Because you had to go find all those stupid little it. elemental thingies forever in a day. So, yeah. and spent a lot of time on Mars. Whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, just, just give us the... Uh, oh, God. Oh, God, that so took me worse. so long. But that was so much fun. It took me almost two days to get my last node. Sorry, was, I didn't so mean much to deter, fun. Every, deter the conversation. So, you know, just go cookie. L- yeah, l- cookie. L- so l- 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 Toll, what the heck? <laughs> no, you're fine. Right. Toll, Toll, what do you want to come back? I, I would get behind. Gross. I would get behind Io only because that or Io. I used to like to climb the Pyramidian and sit at the top when I was stuck in my head. Because he, so. he wants his wife move back. Yeah. Same. I like the strikes. I want the strikes back. Who was your wife? Uh, uh, You just want your waifu back on Titan. Really? Yeah, but I also want my. uh... He he had a crush on Sloan. I don't. I don't know if I missed this information in the in the pamphlet or what. (laughs) (laughs) What? A sure woman. Oh, I miss Asher. He was sad. In the pamphlet. But I could also go for Ashramir. Man, it's probably crazy. That's funny. Uh, um, Falcon, what, what would you want to see come back? I want to see all the PvP maps come back. No chaos. All chaos. Just uh, Adam. All just chaos. Back Even in. the chaos. shitty ones. <laughs> Do right, that with fair. the gamut maps, too. Fuck it. Yeah. Full send. Yep, full send. Full send. Right, Bring everything back. Enough. Let's put everything back. Even Leviathan. Put it all back. Um, all right. All right, folks. We're gonna go ahead and wrap up the show. Don't like, don't forget you can listen to this podcast on everywhere: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, iHeartRadio, everywhere. Like, check us out. Rate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. The way people find the show better. Follow us on Twitter. Like, like you help us grow by following us on Twitter and join the Discord. That way, you can get your listener question answered next week on the show. Uh, links will be in the uh, the show notes. Make sure you check that stuff out. Um, Falcon, my tired friend, what is your closing statement for this episode? Um, just stay excited for the game. I think there's a lot of good stuff coming and there's a lot of good stuff right now. So just play it at your own pace. That doesn't 
make you want to pull your hair out. So, yeah. Agreed. Um, Chris, I, I my other tired of me. How are you? What's uh, your closing statement? Bush, 45 minutes of sleep. That's all I got for you this week. <laughs> but, alright. Continue to not, don't listen to all the hate and negativity in, in this, in the Okay, fair enough. Right now. Uh, Toll, your closing statement. A, a place to be where it's not gonna be like that, come join our Discord. Talk to us. Fair enough. All right, and then Toll, what, what you got, bro? Look, y'all can see Bungie is working on stuff. Bungie is listening to us. It takes time. So, rather than bitching, why don't we just wait, see what happens. You don't have to play the game right now. Go shoe. If you don't want to play, shoe. Like, I hate to say it that way, but just if you don't want to play and you're going to bring a negative experience to us that like it, shoe. Fair enough. Wait for the ba- wait for Lightfall. Wait for the big expansion. Wait for the massive patch notes, the sweeping meta changes, and then come back. Like the game will still be here for you. Like you can probably get all the seasonal content done in like a week and a half. So don't worry about it. You can get your revision zero still. Yeah, fair enough. All right. And uh, honestly, for me, like they said everything I wanted to say. Like, 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 just be excited. Quit hating. Like, new stuff is coming. Like, the fact that we legit have a brand new exotic never seen before in terms of concept before coming in, in a few days has me pumped. So, like, just be hyped for new stuff and just enjoy the ride. Like, that's, that's all I got. So, we will catch you folks star side. Peace out. Gamers.